Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello guys, welcome to a new episode. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, I'm the CEO of Ecomsi, and today we have a special guest. Her name is Vanessa Hunk. She's the CEO of Online Seller Solutions. They specialize on solving problems related to Amazon. And today we're gonna to be covering a very interesting topic, which is about how to handle uh, effectively the communication with Seller Central support. Vanessa, how are you doing today? Hi Vincenzo, great, and you? Thank you for the invite. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, ha to have you here. I know you have extensive knowledge regarding how to handle a uh, seller support, especially when dealing with problems uh, related to your account, pro pro uh, suspension and things like that. So it will be a pleasure to have you today and talk about, yeah, how to handle these issues and, and solving them uh, effectively. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. So I wanted to talk about this topic because many sellers get frustrated when they think about seller support they are like seller support is terrible they don't help yeah. me or blah 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 which i think is very far from the truth like if you learn how to effectively communicate with them that's the best resource you have to solve your problems um one one of the main things is when sellers get to contact them they obviously come in from a position of desperation, frustration, anger, because they have a problem, right? And that's, yeah. that's hurting their business. So they feel like attacked somehow. And that's where we start having issues. So it, it starts with that. It, it starts with the emotion or the uh, situation when the seller contacts seller support. And when when they are in that position, it's very hard to communicate effectively and say the things that they need to listen in order to help you. So my first advice here is always when you contact seller support, try to put aside your emotions or your state of frustration and try to understand the problem from a like bigger perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, once you do that, they you will be able to communicate in a in a way that is not demanding or attacking for them because that's the other thing that sellers forget about it when they talk to seller support uh they're humans yeah. they're people <laughs> like us that they get frustrated that they they their feelings get hurt like you know yeah. they could be sensitive obviously if you go for a job like that a customer service where you start like talking to people that are always frustrated or in anger, probably you get a, a sensitivity there, but yeah, still it's like a lot of pressure for them. So one of the best things that we have done and we have, it's not even discovered because this is not a huge discovery, but having empathy for them and 
trying to explain things in a way that it's like, hey, I need help. Do it with very much like care and respect. That's extremely important. I've seen cases where the seller insults them or yell at them or you know yeah. write angry emails when they write in yeah. emails in all capital letters that's, that's like the worst thing that's yeah. the worst you can do because they won't pay attention to desperate people they won't pay attention to frustrated people and the second thing that i could touch on uh regarding to that is seller support doesn't know what type of seller you are so yeah. think about it this is an open line for all the sellers to call them, right? To solve their issues. They are sellers that are starting, that, that started the day before, and there are other ones that are been selling for quite a while on the platform. Mm -hmm. When we call them, they don't know what type of seller you are. And obviously they, they could see how old the account is, but not your expertise, right? Yes. So, Sometimes when I get into a call with them and they start like cocky cutter me with answers that don't make any sense, I, I will say like, hey, uh, I know what's going on here. This is not what it is. Like yeah. you need to pay attention and you need to or uh, send me to somebody that can help me or escalate this case because this is yeah. not helpful. So I feel that we have a lot to say here uh, when seller support give you an answer that is not accurate uh yeah. many many sellers just get frustrated and say like oh my god this is another cookie cutter answer they don't work they mm. don't uh they're useless or or whatever it's like yes if it's a bad answer you can call them out and you can say like hey guys you are not listening to me you are not understanding my problem and this yeah. is where it gets extremely uh beneficial for you when you communicate very well your your situation and your problem because if they understand what is happening they could lead you to a better solution or they could refer you or escalate you to a better team and that's yeah. why when you communicate with them you need to ask them do you understand and they yeah. normally will uh tell back to you what you want and yes. sometimes you say like okay i need a I need an apple with three slices, a three slices <laughs> apple. And they're like, oh, you need a banana. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, I need an apple. So, you yeah. know, that's the thing that you really need to explain and explain why. Uh, that's the other part that I see sometimes with sellers. Imagine you have, a, for example, a listing error, okay? And you just see that in your account, you get triggered, you get frustrated, then you start calling or you start emailing and super angry. It's like, why? My listing is suspended yeah. or why is this? Uh, you didn't pause to reflect mm. or to research why that's happening. Yeah. It can probably be a, a, uh, an issue on your end as a seller and you're not aware of it because you just call them to say like, okay, fix this. And that's yeah. not exactly how the system works. Yeah. If you go there saying like, hey, I have this situation. I have done all these steps, nothing has worked, and I don't know what to do next. That's where they can say like, okay. But if you go there, it's like, I just have an issue. Yeah. They will just find an easy way out. Yeah. And the third thing that I could say about it is like, 
understand they have metrics to perform. They, mm. they, they need to perform at their job. That's correct. And yeah. one of the main metrics they have is how long the calls last, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, their motive there is having the shortest, shorter call they can. Yeah, to be efficient, so basically. Yeah. They need to be efficient. And yeah. what that means is that they will take any, um, they, they will give you any answer for you to just hang up the phone. <laughs> and to end any the template answer. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. they want to hang the phone. Like yeah. they really want to end the conversation. So yeah. that's why if you make it harder, meaning like if you are disrespectful, frustrated, you don't understand not even what is happening to you or you don't have any uh, like backup information to back up your your demand or your request, they will just tell you, okay, call us back whenever you have the information. Or uh, they will give you a cookie cutter answer and then it won't lead anywhere, right? Yeah. So having the information prior is extremely important because that will make them be efficient and you be efficient. Yeah. So I feel that's the three key elements that I'll take in consideration next time you talk with seller support. Yeah. And, and I get that that's like a sometimes very hard ask because, yeah. I mean, there are problems there and they need yeah. to solve it. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we get that a lot. I think the main issue is that a lot of people use a uh, support more as a way to help them find what is the issue with the account. So most people, when they uh, open a case, they don't know why the listing is down or they don't know why the account is down. And they try to open these cases just to find out why that is happening. But the reality is that seller supports there to support you solve the issue, not tell you what is wrong. That's why it's very important for you to do your previous research, understand what you might be doing wrong. Otherwise, they're just going to give you, as you're saying, a template answer, which is going to get nowhere. Um, most of the time, if you keep opening cases and cases and cases, eh, as you mentioned, they can see that. And it's going to reach a point they are not going to even answer and your case is never going to get solved. So I think it gets even worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. on that, I seen uh, last year, I started seeing late last year, um, answers from seller from cases saying like, you, if you keep opening cases for the same issue, we won't answer. Yeah. Like that, that's not even something that is in the policy, but I guess that this this representative was very angry about it because that that's a practice that i'm not uh i, I don't do it i don't approve it i think that's yeah. not efficient it gets you nowhere the, yeah it yeah. the fact of opening cases and cases and cases and cases and cases and putting the same something. thing they put the same thing the same yeah. message just hoping that some magic yes. happens on the server exactly. so so yeah it happens a lot so you don't do that. It gets, I understand it gets sometimes frustrating when they keep closing cases. And that's yeah. where you really need to step up and you need to send information like, hey guys, I opened this case, open case ABC, you know, one, two, three, blah, 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 all these cases. And I yeah. haven't got any answer from you. Like, I need to understand what's happening. Like, this is not possible. Things like that, instead of like reopening the same case, go over and over again. Because yeah. one of the things that 
Vincenzo is out there, like one mainstream idea is the fact of, oh, you just you just keep doing it because at some point you will get lucky and somebody oh, yes. that knows what they're what they're doing, they will take care of you. And yeah. I'm not a I'm not fan of that approach. So you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, I have heard that a lot, that sometimes because there is this misconception out there, just as you say, that all people in Seller Central support, they, they don't know what they're doing. And the belief comes that if you keep opening multiple cases, eventually somebody that is just maybe tired of seeing you opening cases, they're going to give you the solution that's it, which is not. I think it's very important um, to understand that um, if your case is not being solved, for sure that there is something that is 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 not working, something you're not explaining. Which which this comes to my next question to you, which is, do you have any advice in terms of how usually you should approach them in terms of the the SOP of what you should mention on your first message, like a, any specific a, yeah any specific thing you usually like to present in your first message that you have seen helps a lot to move the case forward and get it solved. Yeah, so for us, the first thing we do is changing the title of the case. And that's okay. something that you can easily do once you open the. It doesn't matter if it's email or phone. You mm -hmm. can change the name. Why? Because most of the times they assign a name based on the, uh, from the, from the, all the options in the tree and menu. Yeah. They call it, for example, um, uploading uh issue okay so they mm -hmm. will call the case uploading issue or catalog mm -hmm. or category change they will mm -hmm. call it like that without any other information and that's mm -hmm. bad because when once you start like having a lot of cases or reaching out like a couple of times a day for different issues your case look it it, it yeah. becomes a mess so yeah, what we that. do <laughs> we, we use a convention for for cases Okay. So that's the first thing. We, we use a convention, something that works for us to track our progress, something mm -hmm. that works like to track what's happening, like what's this case about. We easily can see the name of the case and we like super fast can know what's happening there. Like yeah. what is the area, what's the ACM, uh, who opened the case, like all of that. So for us, that, that was like a game changer especially mm -hmm. when tracking a lot of cases. The second thing, depending on how you're going to open the case, if it's going to be via email or phone, you have two approaches. So when you open via email, you need to be extremely clear. And this is like talking to a 12-year-old. Yeah. You really need to be extremely clear. You mm -hmm. obviously can use some uh, Amazon... Uh, terms like you obviously will use ASIN yeah. and FNSQ yeah. and standard inventory, but as besides from that, like you really need to be extremely simple, extremely clear. Maybe don't don't create stories. So that's what I see a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Sellers start yeah. creating this story, like yeah, long this ones, happened yeah. because of this and that yeah, and yeah. that. And it's, this is not a story. So yeah. try to limit that to no more than I'll say two paragraphs of probably okay. five of, or six sentences each yeah. mm -hmm. for you to explain something, okay? Mm -hmm. And probably it's a, the, like the bigger picture and then 
once they reply that you can follow up with more information one of the key things when you open cases via email if so amazon now more than ever is is using uh ai yeah. uh, artificial intelligence to answer things and to automate stuff so they are automating a lot of the case log management mm. so once they see something they take the main keywords and they just the ai just gonna take uh, a template and they, it will answer you so yes. that's where th that's why sellers get frustrated they said like oh yeah. they use another cookie cutter yeah of course because yeah. it was not a real person that saw your case one of yeah. the like kind of the loophole uh to pass through that is if you attach something to the case yeah so mm -hmm. it can be a screenshot it can be like a document it can be uh, a flat file for example yeah. once you attach a document the the ai cannot read that document so yes. that will automatically uh have somebody uh, like a real person see your case just because you have that attachment obviously you don't you, you need to start or you need to send attachments that are related to the case like hey yeah yeah no 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 it doesn't work like that but it is important because you can get a real person super or easier than when you just write when you use phone mm -hmm. um the amount of characters that you can put in your description to explain the problem is limited so yes. you really need to make it short and sweet explaining everything over the phone but also follow up during the call you start like everything that you're saying you start typing because you're gonna reply that that case with the with what you request on the call and when you reply mm. you don't have a limit of of characters that you can write yes. so what happened there and this is this is funny uh and we learned this the hard way i guess we start opening cases that were extremely successful extremely successful mm. so so okay. over the phone it's like one touch we already solved it perfect that's great but the problem is the problem is that or or not it's not a problem but one of the things that happened with case log and, and on amazon is that you can refer to an old case to solve okay. a current problem. Mm -hmm. So for example, you have a, a listing deactivation three months ago and you fix it. You call, you fix, and everything's done. If you if you only use calls, they don't really have the the record of what it was said there, what they did, like it's yes. it's a little bit like empty or, or incomplete. They're Not history. Incomplete. Okay so when for example if, if you get the same error again and you want to refer to that case they would they won't see the whole picture so what we do is once we call and we are on the call we explain everything and while they're working because they normally pull put you in a brief call like oh let me investigate this or let yes. me explain the case you start writing what you ask explaining mm -hmm. everything and send it to the case in that way they will be able or even you as, as a manager you will be able to see what you request there what was uh the approach you did with this yes. case okay and you have notes 
right? That's right. Because when you just call and they solve their problem, you don't yeah. know what, what happened there. You Not don't right know what happened in that call, right? That's great. That's so very useful. To have yeah. that communication. And, and yeah, obviously, when you do uh, when you do calls, it's very important what I said at the beginning. Like, be very, uh, like, stoic with your yeah. emotions. And, and, yeah. and the reason why you're calling be polite also yeah, how you polite. express your idea and uh, have empathy yeah. for them and yeah try to treat them well uh i one of the other main ideas mainstream ideas that is out there is like oh server support is amazing in costa rica but it's yeah in India. the typical trick yeah right classic yeah. classic yeah i i don't know i sometimes have mixed feelings with this with this idea because yeah. i had people in costa rica that were not helpful at all yeah and i had people in india that were extremely the same. helpful yeah. so i mean i think it, I yeah, it's a relay i think sometimes you're gonna get great people sometimes not it's not something based on location it's just yes. like anything it's based exactly. on luck yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah. i've seen a lot of like facebook groups and people that that message me say like no i open i open the i open the the, the case, case and request yeah the case and i request sending me uh, somebody to send me to costa rica oh, i speak spanish something. yeah 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 <laughs> so um yeah i'm not a fan of that practice but people say that it it was helpful yeah yeah i don't okay. I just don't do it. I don't use that. I don't. Yeah, I we, we don't really leverage that uh, as much as people think. So probably some people that see this video will say like, "Oh, but this Vicenza and Vanessa, they know Spanish, <laughs> so that's why they get things done." Yeah. And far from that, far from that, we yeah. we almost never use Spanish to communicate with seller support. Yeah, that's fine. And one one when they when we do, it's like, okay, this is extra. I really need you to understand what is happening. And we only use it in those like extreme cases. Yeah, very specific case. Okay, yeah. that's great. And, and let me ask you, have you tried also the live chat option uh, with support? No. What is your yes. experience with that? So yeah. you know what? I've seen live chat available more uh, for Europe yeah. than for the States. That's so in Amazon.com, live chat I don't think it's available, not in all, all accounts, but also not in all departments. So, yes. you know, the seller support is divided in different departments. There is the catalog team, the fulfillment team, the account yes. team, payments, and all of that. Not all uh, departments have live, live chat. And in the States, it's less the amount of accounts and the amount of option, options that we have mm -hmm. to do live chat. We have okay. done it a lot in Germany and yes. the UK. That's yeah. available. Yeah, in UK we use it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't we don't have that uh, feature in in the states. For now, in the accounts that we have, we see okay. some people here may have it, and I seen it. Like I seen the possibility to chat in the states, but it's not in it's not in the in all of the accounts. So okay. I think that's great. I think that's really good because at the same time you could be be able to seeing stuff and moving yeah, faster not as fast 
yeah, not as fast as a call because in the call you need to react boom, really boom, quick. Boom. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, for example, if in a call they ask you, oh, but you have this document and you don't have it right away, can you, yeah, that, you can upload <laughs> yeah. it? Probably you're going to lose that call. And that's yeah. something that I recommend sellers to do. Prepare. When you go there and ask for something, ask for whatever, do your research and prepare. Go there like if you were a lawyer yeah. defending your case. And that's how yeah. I feel. Or, or yeah. that's how we feel when we go into agency to open cases and do stuff. We are the lawyer. We need to defend yeah. the seller and we need to get all the proof that we can. Like yeah. Yeah. pictures, documents, screenshots, everything. like every, everything that you think they may ask you, have it ready. Because if you have, if you're on a call and you don't have that, they will hang up the phone for sure. Yeah. Uh, with live chat, I, I think that you still have some like yeah. time there to re- respond. Yeah, they wait for you. Like they ask you, are you still there? Do you need more, more time? Uh, exactly. And, um, exactly. It's better so, for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you can leverage the chat, I'll do it. We still don't have it fully on, on, on Amazon.com. Um, but yeah. Europe okay. is amazing. That's great. And actually, a, another question I also had regarding using call or email a support case. Do you have some specific scenarios when you might think that calling might solve you the issue faster? Like, for example, I don't know, like in your experience, do you think that when you have, for example, a listing suspended, is it faster by calling? or by raising an email case? Is there any really preferences in terms of issues that are solved faster by uh, independent methods, like just phone or just email, or it re- it's really random based on your experience? No, it's not random. There are departments, for example, the FBA department. That's <laughs> one that uh, contacting them by email, it's the easiest one, especially because they there is not a lot of like, troubleshooting that you do there it's mm-hmm. like more like okay we have this issue guys can you solve it like yeah. can you make the bin check can you check why this is unfulfillable can you check what happened with this uh like shipment can this and that um for the catalog though that's a different story because sometimes we need more information we need to see what's happening blah, blah, blah. uh my personal preference and this i know it's not efficient in my end because i have so many hours in a day i love i, I love talking in the phone like i love me yeah. personally uh That's if right. i could if i could uh open the cases for everything via phone i'll do it that's not efficient that's not what i, I recommend know. that's not what we do in the agency yeah. so we have different departments now even even this is something even bigger than just the personal preference on the person that is opening the case is that for some departments amazon doesn't even have the option for you to call mm. it's just yes. email yes so so yeah they they cut there uh, when i when i think i need to do hardcore problem solving or or troubleshooting something that i don't understand at all yeah. having a call is better uh when it's something like i don't know a reimbursement a, a refund or a clarification or something or a request to remove a negative feedback or things like that that's email for sure you don't really yes. need to explain a lot because that's the other thing when you request a process that it already exists it's easy for them so for example yeah. if you request a reimbursement you mm. do it via email if you request a bin check, you do it via email. 
if you request a category change, you do it via email because those are streamlined processes that they have. And once you put the, all the information in the case, they will be able to do it. But when, for example, you have something in the catalog, like a, a listing is suppressed and you are yeah. not able to get it active or a variation is splitted and you don't know what happened. Obviously, there are more like thinking and troubleshooting and like, let me see what's happening here and happening there because it's not a like a streamlined process where they say like, okay, this is that. And that's where sometimes people come to us and they ask a question like, why is my listing deactivated? No. And we're like, uh, we don't know. We need to research. We need to investigate. <laughs> yeah. Or or what happened if I do this? And, and, and we say like, well, it depends. It yeah. depends on so many things that are happening to your account. Okay. So personal preference, the fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not efficient. We don't use it uh, as much. But I mean, also for sellers yes. that are starting, mm -hmm. and, and this is important, sellers, seller support is a tool for sellers uh, not only to, to solve problems or to like get tickets or, or uh, issues resolved, but also to learn. So if yes. you ever have a question, you could call them and ask so that's great that's yeah. where i feel that there is support there that you can leverage and once you start like learning a little bit more or your team is learning about how things are done that's where you get that experience and next time you call you it will be better and it get better with time um yeah. but yeah 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 especially i mean i have worked with some sellers that are getting started and they had also good experiences, uh, as you mentioned, asking questions like, for example, questions like, uh, what information do I need to get approved by this category? And they give you all the requirements in the response. Or, uh, or for example, how uh, can, can I sell this specific variation or specific questions that maybe they are easy for people with experience, but for you, it's more efficient to just ask a raise a case and within a few hours, you, you get the response right and going to a YouTube video or something that maybe you don't know how reliable is that information. Um, okay. I mean, of course, there are cases when I'm sure you agree with this, that sometimes the information seller central give you is not fully accurate in some scenarios. Like they tell you something that, uh, like for example, they could tell you that is some uh, some specific change to your listings is not gonna affect your ranking and then it ends up affecting things like that. But yeah. I think overall, uh, they are very efficient in terms of uh, at least the guidance for new sellers. In, in fact, for what I can see on my point of view. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. And yeah, that's where the experience will tell you a lot about um, the person that is helping you and if the information is accurate. Yes, hundred percent. Well, Vanessa, I think, to be honest, all this is very useful. I mean, uh, so many tips to get uh, around how to handle a uh, seller central support, which uh, we all know is a topic that a lot of people struggle nowadays. And some people have some mixed feelings, <laughs> but I appreciate all the tips and not all the knowledge around that. And once again, I want to thank you uh, for being here and sharing all your knowledge. And please uh, let me know how people can uh, reach out to you because I know you have an agency that actually specializes on this. So it will be very useful for people to know. Sure. Uh, so if you can, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Online Seller Solutions. My personal kind of 
personal brand in the industry is full-time Amazon. Um, full-time.amazon on Instagram, full-time Amazon on Facebook. And uh, if you want to reach out to my team or me to solve a problem, see a case or whatever is happening in your account, it's Vanessa at fulltimeamazon.com. That's, that's my email or hello at fulltimeamazon.com. Either or works the same. Um, yeah, we are there sharing a lot of information and a lot of like unsexy stuff about how to manage your Seller Central account on social media. So, yeah. That's great. I appreciate that. Um, hopefully, I can have you on a new episode in Spanish as well to talk around other topics. But yeah, once again, I appreciate uh, having you here. Um, see you on the next one. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.